BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Maeve. Listen, dogs need unprocessed, high-protein, low-carb diets that kibble and fresh foods don't deliver. Maeve is a protein-rich raw food for dogs that's just as easy as kibble, and it's supplemented for seven essential health benefits, including gut, health, immune function, oral hygiene, skin and coat health, hip and joint health, mental health and anxiety, and growth and early development. Make the switch to Raw today. Right now, Maeve is offering $40 off your first order at meetmave.com slash Taylor. That's spelled M-E-E-T-M-A-E-V dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. That's meetmave.com slash Taylor. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am Taylor, and joining me today, I'm so excited. I've been doing a lot of solo podcasts. I have my mom on, my wife on, uh, but I felt like I needed to have a big fan favorite back. Her name <gasps> is Claudia Ashray, my bestie. Hey, girl, hey. First of all, that's so nice, fan favorite. I'm obsessed. Thank you for having me. The people are obsessed with you, Claudia. Are you kidding me? I actually, so nice. at the, the Mommy Dearest Tour... Mm-hmm. In Denver, somebody like posted me on stage, like me doing my set. By the way, what do you think about that? People posting sets. Because I like it. I repost it. But I'm like, wait, am I giving all my shit away? No. So I like it too. Um, At my shows, when I do tour, there is like announcement, no recording, like, yeah. you know, no flash photography. And I don't enforce it so hard. I'm just trying to make sure that nobody is like standing in the back for an hour recording the entire set to then put on YouTube. Right. But people posting 10 second clips, as long as like they get a good part of the joke and there's people laughing and it's not like bad press for me. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So this girl got, she got a good clip of me just like talking about being gay, you know, pride after all. What else do you talk about? I mean, really, like if I have to live this life, I might as well capitalize on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At this point, like we're all we have podcasts. We're all just talking about ourselves. (laughs) And I love it. Yeah. But she said um, something to the effect of like, like love at Taylor Schrecker, my favorite fill in co-host on the morning. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. There's a lot of cross pollination, I have to say. Yes, I think so, too. And especially on Mommy Dearest Tour, because Stassi herself is a proud toaster. So it's, you know, rising tides raise all ships. It's true. It's women supporting women. Um, My least favorite thing. <laughs> um, the way I love the toasters. Oh, I really so nice. Do. I mean, I love them too. So I was just on what, a couple days ago as we're recording mm-hmm. this. And some of the compliments were just divine. Um, one was saying that, well, did it say I had the face of an angel and voice of a trucker? No, no. It said Taylor has the 
face and look of old Hollywood glamour angel and and the voice of a truck driver. (laughs) Hey, fucking men. And then they honestly, they read you to a T. It was perfection. And then my favorite one was that I am a more cracked out Claudia. But which is also possible. Yeah, but you know you have a few years on me, so I'm hopefully I'm hopefully gonna be like your level of crackhead when I'm your age. We we are very similar, but what makes me crackier than you? I'm just like I'm just disheveled. I think your smoker's cough definitely adds to it, <laughs> to the cracky mentality. I think um, you know I don't want to be mean, but I think those lashes you got on maybe add to your kind of quirky, crazy personality. Girl, did you see? I me fiddling with them when I was on the toast. They were driving me nuts. They kept I did sticking see you. together. And so it was like making my eye half closed. And you know, I did see you futzing with your eyes. I have a blinky problem. You know this, right? I have the oh blinkies. My God. So do I. No, bitch, do not. You tried to steal pride and you can't steal this affliction. <laughs> I seriously have a medical condition. It is called a hemifacial blepharospasm. Okay. Okay, well, I have the thing where I just blink so many times throughout like a 60-second span. You do? Um, oh, my God. I When I watch, I can't even watch myself on the toast. Wait. I blink every 45 seconds. Wait. I, wait. This is, wait. I had yeah. no idea. I've literally never noticed that you had the blinkies. Wait. Thank you. Do we both have the blinkies and we never okay. knew it? I did read somewhere it's a symbol of high intelligence, but maybe that like meme was just telling me what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have to tell the truth. Have you noticed that I have the blinkies? No, no. It's not something I notice in other people. No. And I might not have I might not have ever even noticed it on myself. I'm also being like so conscious of I how know, much I'm I blinking know. right I now. I can't even look at you right now. I'm like closing my eyes. So I've never been, I might not have never ever noticed how much I blink, but you know, I do a show every day on camera and I get, you know, comment sections of people are like, Claudia blinks a lot. And I was like, do I? And then it's incessant. Wait, this is insane. So not Claudia, by the way, closing her eyes for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, and now I'm like, she's going to look at how much I'm linking. She's going to no, say it's too much or no, too no, little. No. It would only make me love you more if that's even okay. possible because I actually blink more than anybody. I know. Wait, so when no, I was my little. My eyes hurt. My no, eyes hurt. So when I was little, I was like, like truly like a twitching fiend. And like, oh. I went to like, I mean, it was like I had to go see specialists. Like it was a thing. So like mm-hmm. I used to sit in my like favorite chair in the living room and my dad would walk in. I'd be watching TV and like my eyes would be like blinking. My nose would be twitching back and forth like bewitched. I yeah. would have like my fingers like going like this, like trying to like get them mushed together. And then like my toes and my dad would be like, what are you doing? And I was like, I love to be tight. I feel like you don't have the blinkies. You have some sort of like undiagnosed mental illness. Like the way that you're describing it. I don't have that. I just blink a lot. I just blink a lot. Like don't put that shit on me. I don't curl my toes and shit. So when I was little, I was doing like auditioning for commercials and shit because she was always a star. Because they needed like a freak who couldn't stop clenching her fingernails and stuff. (laughs) Was that the roles? Were those the roles you went out for? Like the deeply unwell children? I did not go for like the like loser friend. (laughs) So you went for that the normal kids, but you weren't normal. Clearly, kidding. So did you ever book a role? No. Shocking. I'm shocked. Stop it. This is serious. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Tell me more about your undiagnosed mental illness. Casting directors. We're like, she's really great, but like the blinking. Sure, the bl- sure they said that. The blinking. Sure. So my parents were like, what blinking? They were like, the blinking. So then my parents started to notice it. Like once I once I claim it, you know, yeah. now you'll see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to be really hyper aware of it now. 
Oh, that's terrifying. No, I'm too like self-conscious about what's going on on my own body to even Thank notice God. things. I'll like leave a dinner party and people will be like, did you see that person's whatever? I'm like, no, I literally was thinking about myself the entire time. <laughs> so we went to all these specialists. It was like an allergist. Is she allergic? Is she all these things? Meanwhile, hello, my dad's a fucking ophthalmologist. Oh, and he, yeah. he didn't think to diagnose me with a hemifacial buffer spasm. So that's why I started getting Botox when I was like 18. Oh, oh, you know, it's all making sense. The story of Taylor Strecker continues. I know. I know. So, but like the blinkies are like a real thing with me. And I feel like ever since I turned 40, they've been raging. I don't know if I need more Botox or what. Yeah, maybe it's like your eyelids are now sagging and irritating. Because your... of my lashes. Yeah. Oh, that's how we got here. And the that lashes you... just highlight it. I am personally not a big fan of eyelash extensions. I, know. I don't, I know. you know clown on anyone who gets them because honestly whatever people need to do to make themselves feel beautiful like I get that I do some of the craziest shit um I just I don't like it on me and I find they never look the way you want them to sometimes they do it's about a 50 50 for me but I will say no, maybe maybe the first three days you get them but I can't even wear mascara because of my blinkies I get crazy right. under my eyes so it's like do you ever do um a lash lift yeah they're fucking bullshit they don't give they're you really the not they do. They really are. They're really everything. I just find them so fucking like painful to sit through. Like I oh. hate when people touch my eyelids. So I'm now on like my my eyelash growth journey. I've been using like a serum for a few weeks. I do that. How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. But you can't fuck. You can't have extensions, and so you have to like be in like a very kind of stripped down bare era. Maybe when tour is over. Yeah, I think I could do that for like the summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just starting to feel myself finally. Like I wore a crop top to the toast the other day and then I'm going to have like the ugliest eyes ever. She can't. You kind of inspired me. <gasps> Tell. You just, I was really like inspired by your, because you know, we're very similar. Not that you can't wear a crop top. Of course that you can. And you always have been beautiful. Thank you. Um, But I just saw you do it and I was like, oh my God, I've never seen Taylor in a crop top before. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I should wear a crop top. Yes, but I have you a should. really I have a really wrinkly stomach. I have a disgusting stomach. I have for me, like my stomach is so my problem area. I don't think my stomach first of all, my stomach has not seen the sun perhaps since I was four and a half. Like my <laughs> the color of my skin on my stomach is my true, true, true skin tone. And it is frightening. It is translucent. It is clear. <laughs> it's borderline green. It is my least favorite part of my body. It's wrinkly. It's saggy. It has like, you know, big pockets of like fat. And now I have like wrinkly skin. I hate my stomach. Okay. Well, I will tell you this. The number one thing is if you can't tone it and you can tone it, but if you can't tone it fast enough for dinner that night, tan, tan it, bitch. It. I am course. telling you spray tan is like the only thing that kept me going like over the last like six to eight to 10 years when I gained yeah. so much weight. Like, no, you know, what's so funny thing. because speaking of eyelash extensions for me, like when eyelash extensions turn out bad, they're bad. And I wish I never got them. When a spray tan turns out bad, I could not care less because a bad spray tan is so much better than looking pale. I am with you. I, I would actually, rather look like a crusty, musty, like orange Oompa Loompa than my translucent self. <laughs> I am so with you. No, Wait. like there are times like in the dead of winter when I haven't tanned or seen the sun, like the, I can literally see the blood flowing in my legs. Like there's my veins are just like out. <laughs> It's like my skin is clear. I can literally see my bone. I see the tissue. It's it's alarming. <laughs> I'm with you. You just I, you just um, storied something that you used as self tanner because listen. Yes, I love a spray tan. I have this company. They're amazing. They're called and they're not sponsoring me. This is free. They're called uh, Girl on the Glow. 
Okay. They come to your apartment. Yeah, I have a I have actually two great girls who I love who come to my apartment and I do that for special occasions cuz it's like pricey. Right. But just, you know, for like we went out to dinner. I I got I tanned myself this week cuz we went out to dinner on Tuesday yes. and I was going to wear a dress with my legs showing. Yes. So, I have like good stuff at home and I recently made the switch. I've always been an Isle of Paradise girl, which I think is such an underrated brand. But everyone is talking about Dolce Glow. Have you heard everyone talking about Dolce Glow? No. You know me though. I hear nothing. So Miley Cyrus was like, did this music video and then was on the cover of a magazine and everyone was like, oh my God, Miley has the perfect tan, perfect tan. And it turns out that the product she used is actually a company she invested in. <gasps> this, this LA girly who was like a very, you know, uh, sought after spray tan artist created her own line called Dolce Glow. So she's a famous spray tanner. People fly her all, all around the world. Wow. And she created a line of products that they sell at like Neiman Marcus. And it's really been blowing up since Miley invested in it. They make... um. They make the actual like liquid that you use at a, in a spray tan machine. So the girl who comes over to spray me uses Dolce Glow, but like the uh, the professional line. Got it. And she was like, they have the the mousse that you can use like, at home. And I so just how got does it, it work? You like because when it comes to spray tanning, like I remember, I'm old. I remember back in the day before spray tanning was a thing. Like you would like tan yourself, and you'd have to wait that eight hours at home by no. yourself. No, I mean, I put mousse on myself. It dried down pretty quickly. And you can shower after a few hours, but I don't want to shower. Like, I want it to really marinate. So you can, like, go to dinner with the mousse on? I went to dinner with the mousse on. No way. Did I smell? Not at all. Not one Thank iota. You. I was also fucking hammered by the time you got there. Oh, my God. You really were. Oh, my God. You noticed. This is my biggest oh, fear. I didn't notice, Taylor. You literally, every 10 seconds at dinner, were like, I'm so drunk. <laughs> This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ritual. Here's the deal. The perfect diet doesn't exist. So Ritual is here to help fill the gaps. They know it's basically impossible to get all the nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. So they made a multivitamin that helps you focus on what's important, like filling key nutrient gaps to support foundational health. Here's the deal. I love Ritual because they are transparent AF, okay? Ritual is a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable, aha, there it is, key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is one of the few women's multis that's USP verified, meaning that what's on the label is what's in the formula. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. Instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So just visit ritual.com slash Taylor to start Ritual or to add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. Again, that's visit ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, ritual.com slash Taylor. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. No one would have noticed if you didn't literally declare it you several times. Stassi keeps saying this on tour because I'll have like two drinks because, you know, like Ozemps. And I'll be mm -hmm. like, I am wasted. And Claudia's like, you're not acting like it. So fucking stop claiming it. 
Because yeah. no one even notices. I just, I guess, I, I just feel it so intensely. Speaking no, I like, we're, we're besties and we're both people. I like to share what's going on in my life. So if I'm drunk, I'm going to share it. <laughs> of course. I'm also feeling great if I'm drunk. Uh, Having I mean, the best I'm, time I'm ever. Overjoyed. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I had, I started with a martini at a bar. Mm-hmm. Then I went to an Aperol Spritz, wonderful pairing, perfect mm-hmm. progression. <laughs> you had an olive in your Aperol Spritz, which was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. It was a great, first of all, that wasn't my call. It was Carbone. I didn't request it. It's a Carbone thing. But like if somebody brought me that, I would have sent it back. Like, I know what is this olive? What? Because <laughs> no. olives are so fucking pungent. Like my mm. favorite pizza in the entire city is Serafina. I think it's the best pizza literally ever. And they put three olives on that like personal round pie that they bring out for the appetizers. And the whole pizza smells like olives. <laughs> olives are literally catastrophic Claudia to my life. Claudia is the most sensitive person to yes. smell on the face of the planet. Yes. Honestly, the only person who I know who's ever had the same sensibilities of sense as you. Is your dog. <laughs> is Stassi Schroeder. Really? I really know how to pick them. These crazy and, and ass that's bitches. Like, and that's her even when she's not pregnant? Oh, my God. It's like yeah. when, the first time we were on tour, the second she's done with room service, she's like, get it out. Get it out. Get it out. It smells. It smells. I'm like, I could sleep next to an old grilled cheese the entire night at a hotel. No, I'm like very sniff conscious. Yeah. Ben and I were talking about this because we were sitting next to each other and I wanted to bring this up. Okay. So it was a couple's dinner. It was me and Tay. My sister-in-law, Ashley, and her husband, Ben, who we are obsessed with. And when I say we, I mean me and Claudia. No, I'm moving to Montclair just so I could be near them. Like, I'm obsessed. So it's so funny because I, Claudia, you are always Claudia and through and through, but you have different um, speeds. You're like a thick shift car of Claudia. Yep. And like, you are the, like, you are more Claudia, like with me and Tay like when you're with Ash and Ben, which I, which I tell them is the biggest compliment because yeah. Like, yeah. No, I chill, love them. Chill. Like chill. Claudia is the Claudia that feels the safest. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but there was it's a true. moment where you were being like, just not quiet, bad, but just quiet. And <laughs> you were staring at them. Ben and Ashley. And I was, was like, Claudia's in love with them. <laughs> Oh my God. You want to know what I actually, I didn't even tell anyone. Okay. So (laughs) I got like quiet at the end of dinner because first of all, dinner ended at midnight and it was a Tuesday. And I was like, I always tell you this, like your energy, the amount of energy you and your wife have is so unmatched for me. I hit a point when I get so tired and it's (laughs) over for me. I'm not coming back. Like, so I had like sort of hit that point and then I got my third margarita and it was so disgusting that like I started to like get like a little woozy at the table. So I'm like tired, like the food is overwhelming. It's like heavy Italian and I've just been poisoned by this like disgusting margarita. <laughs> and like I reached my limit. Jackie always says like when I'm done, I'm done. Like when I want to go home, I'm going home. That's why you guys were like, should we go somewhere else? I'm like, get the fuck out. Get, I don't even remember that face. suggestion happening. Oh, and you guys were like so making me the villain because I didn't want to go. <laughs> You were like, come on, just one drink at one place, which is quite li- – you have never, never. had one drink. <laughs> never. No, you're right. Very accurate. And it was a Tuesday. I can't stress that enough. And it's such a busy day Wednesday. <laughs> oh, so, so you just hit a wall. You weren't staring at them with eyes of love. You were staring at them with eyes of exhaustion and frustration. I probably was. I, I was honestly both because I love Taylor's sister, Ashley. I just oh. am obsessed with her. She gives me so much – um hope but also like excitement for what my future holds like if I could be like parents like them they're so cool they have three boys yeah they're still so in love 
I want to be like them. So they give me, I, the first time I met them, I got home and I told Ben, I was like, I met the best couple. Like we need yep. to move to Montclair and have three boys because I want my life to be just like theirs. Like right? I just, I have so much, um, like admiration and jealousy, honestly, for the life that they've built. Like it makes me excited for what my future is going to be because I love Ben and we're going to have kids. And that scares me. Like I'm definitely he like hesitant, Same. but they give me hope. Like they make it look fun and they're still cool parents who like go out to dinner. Or, like, I don't know. I just really liked them. I know. So when I'm around them, I just want to like know more about like the, I, I was asking Ben, Ashley's husband, 1000 questions about his job. Like I just have a lot of questions for them because to me, they're what I want to be when you, I grow up. Literally, this is exact. I, what you're saying is exactly how I felt when I first met them. Like, and I'm having come from uh, a different situation to put right. it lightly. Like, Your experience with marriage was a little marred. And family was, yeah, yeah. it was definitely sullied. And so to, then to get to switch, I was like, God loves me. God mm -hmm. is good and God loves me. Like I went from the worst to the goddamn best. Like, yeah, all of Taylor's sisters are amazing. I haven't met her brother, but like oh. you really, you won the lottery. Hit the goddamn jackpot. I fucking earned it. Okay. Through pain you did. and you sweat did. and tears. You did. Speaking of ex-family members, did you catch the insult that I threw when I was on the toast? When you were on the toast? Of course I did. Taylor, <laughs> this is what I was telling you on the toast. You think you're the most subtle bitch alive. Like you drop hints and you're like, no one's going to know who I'm talking about. When you quite literally give the person social security number, address and name, like you are not <laughs> subtle at all. And you know what? I'm not a subtle person either. This is not a dig. I'm just saying like you think you're subtle and you're not. Okay. Speaking of which, I want to talk about something. <laughs> sure. Perfect segue. So, but wait, were you talking about anybody in particular when I said that, when you said that to me on the toast about me not like being good at like my, I think I, I always like literally my thing in my head is like, I do blind items. You don't. <laughs> but wait, what was I, what, what, what conversation were we having where, <gasps> yes, yes. I'll tell you after. No, tell me now. You're always telling me these stories about like years ago I was on Sirius and I was talking about this girl and I didn't say her name, but then she texted me when you literally will recite you know, this is what you say on, on your radio show. You'll be like, no, I had a falling out with this friend. She texted me the other day. And you'll read the text verbatim. And you're like, but I didn't say who she was. So the person obviously knows that they sent you that text. And they know that you're the person, that they're the person you're talking about. Wait, did you, have you ever had like gotten in trouble the way I constantly do? Or do you just not do that? What I do? Just not. I don't do that. I, I've never gotten in trouble. I don't think in my personal life. I've like referenced people on the show and not said their names, but it was like a funny or a positive story. So they were like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that, but like in a positive way. Um, but I've like said stuff about like celebrities okay. or like reality stars, influencers that um, comes back to haunt me. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a blind item right now. <laughs> so there, um, there's a lot of Bravo shows running right now. Okay, fine. So there's a Bravo celebrity who I always really liked. And interviewed a few times at Sirius. And, like, I knew we had hit it off, but I didn't know, like, how much we had hit it off in this person's eyes, which was, like, very flattering. However, this information came along with, like, a very angry DM about me talking about them on another podcast. Years later. What? <laughs> I've heard this story a thousand times. But I didn't tell the audience. Oh, <laughs> uh, you'll have to cut that out, Taylor Donahue. Unless, honestly, just let her rip. You know what? We may, Maybe we do. I'm not sure. <laughs> just don't say the name let again. Let her rip. Don't say the name again. But, like, 
I was recently watching an episode with said person and I liked them when I watched them and now I feel bad. So wait, so I don't even know if we kept it in or we edited it out. I'm not sure because I'm scared to leave this person's name. But like, I also kind of want to talk about it so that they like understand my standpoint. So like something had happened where like they got themselves and just like a little bit of the hairy situation, whatever, haven't we all? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was on a podcast and the name came up about like as like a new story. And it was like, what do you think about like this person's actions? And I was like, "Eh, it's not the best look ever. It was, I felt like it was pretty mild on my side. It was just like, not like a glowing review or like blindly protecting somebody. Yeah. So it got to this person, which like blew my mind. And then they sent me a DM that was basically like, you know, I really thought we had hit it off. I actually considered you a friend. That, and I was like, wow, like, had I known. I had I known we were friends. Oh, my God. Why yeah. didn't you tell me? Yeah. Um, and, but, like, I didn't see the DM for, like, two mm. years. Mm. So, but every time I see this person on my television, I'm like, fuck, like, I can't, you know that, like, oh, like, you're like, oh, I can't shake it. That's just like an odd part of this job is like, you know, we recap a lot of shows on our podcast, yeah. so we watch them all and we have different reactions to different people. And then, you know, through the job, you end up meeting those people. Right. And I will say a perfect example of that is when we were recapping the uh, Jersey season that was Margaret's first season, I immediately on the show did not like Margaret. Wow. I, was, I didn't understand the pigtails thing. I thought she was like, you know, not being authentic or like I didn't like her. And then she came on the toast that season um, to promote. We were called The Breath back then, but whatever. She came on to promote, and I fell in love with her. And we immediately sparked up, like, a real genuine friendship. I know. Well, I mean, when Stassi first came into series when I interviewed her, I was ready to fucking, like, drag her ass. Yeah. And then yeah. she was so nice and disarmed me. But, like, I know. it's It really is. But here's the thing, too, is we know what the position of, like, the podcaster is, right? Like, the showrunner. But I feel like, too, it's the reality TV star's responsibility to, like, not take it too seriously either. Because they must know from so many years of being on television and, like, having people just, like, just pick their lives apart that, like, you have to give people a certain level of grace. Oh, I mean, another hilarious example is the first season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. I um, was recapping the the first first few episodes on my Instagram stories, and I just said something about, like, Lisa Barlow. Um, It wasn't wasn't mean or negative. I was just like, she's wrong for this. I was just commenting on the storyline. And she responded and was like, baby love, like, it's a good thing you're not my friend or whatever. And I didn't even open it. I'm like, I'm not going to get into, like, I'm like, I'm doing my job. And so are you. So, like, let's just whatever. And then the ne- the following season, for me, she had, like, a real renaissance. And I was loving her. So I wrote, I'm like, oh, my God, the turnaround I've had on Lisa Barlow. I'm obsessed. And she responded. And I saw she had unsent her previous message from the year prior and wrote, like, thanks, baby love. And baby gorgeous. And I didn't open that either. Because once you do, like, the floodgates, like, I want to be able to freely comment on the show without worrying about, like, a a friendship I have with someone. I know, but if there's one housewife I really would love to just, like, social climb the shit of, it would be Lisa Barlow. Really? I'm obsessed with her. Oh, let me think. If there's one housewife I could, like, really be best friends with, it would have to be a relationship that I would get, you know, a lot out of. So it needs to be someone with a plane. Heather Dubrow. Or, no, I feel like Heather Dubrow is, like, not, like, super generous, you know? Like, with, with like, her friends. I feel like, you know, her family lives a beautiful life, but, like, she wouldn't be giving me millions, you know? <laughs> How dare she not? But I think, like, Sutton Strack would be giving me millions, honestly. I think she would fly me wherever I wanted to go. Who is the richest housewife of all time? I believe at one point it was Lisa Vanderpump. Darling! Yeah, she's, Lisa's not... 
Given, I think it depends. Like, are, are we saying current that. housewives? Because Leah Black, right, at one point was was definitely one of the richest, but she's not a current housewife. I think Lenny and Lisa Hochstein also would have been. Oh God, forget those two. Well, not her, but him. He's a fucking piece of shit. Beyond. No, 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 no. He would have like made you like go into his weird sex closet with him. No, those parties they were throwing. Like, it was just so odd. Wait, if you had. I'm not going to say millions, but let's say billions of dollars. Would you give your millions to people? If I had billions, yes. Fine. Hun- if you had a hundred million, no, it's not enough. I need all that. <laughs> at what point? If I had billions, at what point? Okay, so if you had billions, how much would you give me? What do you need? Are you buying a house or something? Like, what do you need? Mm, I would like five million. I mean, I would give it to you probably in increments and installments <laughs> so I didn't have to pay the IRS, ta- like whatever the, the most amount of money I could give right, you without right. having to pay taxes on it. Right. Is what I would do. Tay and I talk about this. If we like hit like the lotto and I'm oh, like. Oh, I'm always, okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's a billion dollar Powerball. Yeah. That means I'll obviously take the lump sum after taxes. I'll probably get like five or 600 million. I'm immediately putting away, let's say I'm getting 500 million. Yes. I'm immediately putting away 400 million into like an interest earning savings so that I never have to work and my money will make money for me for generations to come. Yes. The 100 million I would then use, I would give, you know, a a chunk to charity because, you know, you got to pay it forward. Yeah. The charity is called the Taylors are us. Give it to fucking the, us. The charity is called the Toast Incorporated. <laughs> I would buy um, a permanent residence here in New York. I yes. would buy a second a second home, you know, either, either you know, in, in the mountains or at the beach. I'm not sure. I really love the mountains. Maybe like a lake house or something. I'd have to figure, I haven't worked out that out yet. <laughs> um, and I would also, I don't think I would buy a plane. I think I would just then, you know, never fly commercial again, but I would charter. I don't think I would purchase. I'm not interested in maintaining. It's very expensive to maintain a, a plane. <laughs> well, and then of course there's like, you know, 10 people in my life who would get huge. That's my question. So who are the 10 people? This is what Tay and I talk about. My family. Yes. Ben's family. Yes. That's it. I don't hear <laughs> our names. I'm confused. Like, you, would, you probably wouldn't be, if I'm being dead fucking serious. First like, of all, you wouldn't... we're in Pride Month and we're a lesbian couple. So how dare you be so homophobic? Like, you we, know what? Like we are the charity. You think you're going to shame me? You think you're going to use pride to shame me into giving you millions? And you know what? I'm not. Like, I'm not I'm not giving in. Sorry, bitch. It's not happening. You're just still not getting money. Just one million? Could I just get one? No, but but here's the thing. Like, you wouldn't be on my, my initial list at first. Okay, just let me finish my sentence, okay? <laughs> you wouldn't be on my initial list. Like, I would make sure, you know, Ben's parents, my mom, my sisters, like, never really have to worry. I want them to be set up. And I feel like you would then be kind of the second tier of people. Like, you would, you know... Like, I would give you money whenever you needed it. But, but like, I'm not, no, bitch, I don't want to be asking for money. Just give me one money and then leave me alone. No, the thing is, is like, in order to make sure that you don't take my money and run and like you stay my friend, I need oh. you to just only come to me when you need the money and I'll give it to you, no problem. But you'll also probably be like, you'll be reaping all the benefits because like you're going to be the ones I call up and say, hey, I got the plane, let's go to Turks and Caicos, you know? <laughs> and you, you just have to make yourself available. <laughs> Okay. Does that okay. work for you? No, no, no. That's fair. It totally works for me. Because if I give you like a big chunk, let's say I give you $10 million, like you and I both know, I will quite literally never hear from you That again. is such bullshit. I would never. That is not the person that I no, am. No, that's not the person that you are. You are. But I live in fear that like the people I love are going to leave me. So you're just going to have to, you're going to be on a, uh, you're going to be in installments. You're going to be on a pay schedule. How about that? Speaking of, I'm the, I mean, we've talked about this before, like our fear with friends. Yeah. But like the way that it was like a milestone for me having dinner with Ashley and Ben and you and Ben, like that triple date. Cause like we've hung out like in small, but still group settings. And the yeah. fact that we did like a triple date, I mean, 
even I told you this, even before I went to the Phillies game or the Eagles game for the playoffs, I was like nervous because like I have this anxiety about mixing friends. I, like, I get it. You were like, I like you and Stassi are the only two friends I mix in like very special parts of my world. OK, which, let me ask you a question. Go. Let's say I called Ashley and Ben up. Yeah, we need to have this talk. And I said, hey, guys, I got no. four tickets for and Juliet on Broadway. Do you want to come? I hear your birthday's coming up. <laughs> what would you then do? Just curious. I, well, <clears throat> if memory serves correctly, I did say, oh, and Juliet, but like Claudia has to come. Like there was not a world in which I was going to that play without you. So you should you. just hope and pray that Ashley and Ben Lisi would say, oh, Taylor loves and Juliet. Yes. So I just think it was important that you get that perspective. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, seriously. Like we have to always just do things, all of us. No, of course, by the way. And it's so, it's so helpful to me that like you're genuinely the only person on the planet I crave in, in a sense of like hanging out. Like I, I was going to ask you if you even want to hang out tonight. Oh, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, now you've kind of, you've kind of ruined everything by peeing in my hot tub. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll take that on the chin. Here's the thing, did. okay? And this is why I forgive you because you and I are the same, okay? It's Once so funny how you forgive me and I'm not even sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> That's the fucking concern. Listen to me right now. Real talk, okay? Tana I'm got- sober. I'm sober. So right now, I will say, yes, I would never pee in your hot tub. But I'm drinking and we're having fun. I had to get out to pee. It ain't happening. I sorry. swear to God, I'll get you a fucking diaper that you can piss on. I'll like off to the why side. Why don't you get me? <laughs> what? What like do you bucket, need? A bucket. No, I don't even know. <laughs> I want to pee in the hot tub and I want to be, I want to feel no, good about it. No, no. This is not, this is small. This is little. I am telling you, I am a Spitzpinkler. I pee every fucking where I'm allowed to pee. Sometimes I even take a little of my underpants. But you literally, it's the one area I have self-control. And you it's hard for me. I want to, the second my body hits that lukewarm water, I want to tinkle everywhere. I want to mark my goddamn territory. Taylor, you don't understand how every word coming out of your mouth is going in one ear and out the other. Like, if you invite me back to your hot tub, like, I am going to pee. I'm no, sorry. Claudia, so don't invite so me. It's so much work. You have no idea. I need you to have self-control. I can't. When I'm, if, I'm, if I'm in there sober, I'm so honorable. What if I just put you in my bathtub and you can pee in there? So you'd rather me pee in your bedroom? Yes, I would. Your bathtub is in your bedroom. Yes, I would. Because at least I can drain it easily. And it doesn't involve, like, a fucking chemistry set to keep it alive. You know what this sounds Claudia. like? It sounds like a you problem, and <laughs> I'm just not getting involved. Well, what I was going to say is, many, many moons ago, I was at a bachelorette party in West Hampton, and it was my friends, it was my bachelorette friend's friends, who was also my friends, her, like, aunt and uncle's house. And it was right on the water, but they had an above-ground pool. This is an important detail. I'm not trying to be a snob. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the pool, and we're swimming around, and I'm peeing, because hello, of course. of course I'm peeing. And... There was like one point in the day where I was just like rubbing my foot. It was like, like you know how like above ground pools have that like um, plastic lining kind of um, I don't think I've actually ever been in an above ground pool. You're such a fucking bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So like a regular pool or like an in like a, a, a rich what is it, like a tarp? pool. <laughs> like a tarp. Has like cement bottom, like yeah. sealed. This is more like, like what we have. It's like 
plastic. Like a tarp. Yeah. Okay. So I was rubbing so my slippery? foot on like, yeah, slippery. I was rubbing my foot on the seam and then out of nowhere, I should have, st- I don't know why I thought it was okay. I'm also not very um, used to being in above ground pools mm-hmm. and I was rubbing with my toe and then like, it like peeled back. <gasps> and I thought, oh, that's. Did you just swim away? Of course I swam away. Good. And Genius. Genius. I didn't tell anyone. Good, good. Hello, like you. And yep. then the next morning, we like went out for dinner. We like whatever. whatever. The and pool then- is empty. <laughs> we woke up and the pool was halfway empty. Oh my God, that is the funniest thing ever. And to this day, I have never told anyone. <laughs> oh no. Well, now everyone's going to know. It's too far gone. Statue no, Taylor, of limitations maybe, is right Taylor, now. maybe you were too subtle. No one's going to know which bachelorette party in the Hamptons <laughs> with the above ground pool you were talking about because you're so subtle. In West Hampton. Right, right. They're not going to know. I'm sorry, Deirdre. I'm that sorry. is one of the funniest stories of all time. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Visible. Visible Wireless believes in bringing people together, not just through its simple, accessible, all digital wireless service, but also through the power of connections and fostering community. That's why this Pride Month, Visible is launching the hilarious 70s theme game show, No Straight Answers, bringing Gen Z contestants and LGBTQ plus icons together to support Sage, a nonprofit advocating for LGBTQ plus elders. I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus community. I also feel that I'm a woman of a certain age, a.k.a. the elderly. So this is perfect for me. This spirited game uplifts LGBTQ plus history, fosters intergenerational connection, and celebrates those who paved the way for pride to become what it is today. No Straight Answers is hosted by the beloved actor and comedian Benny Drama. I adore Benny and features talented LGBTQ plus creators like the old gays. So visit visible.com slash sage to learn more about the campaign and to watch No Straight Answers on Visible's Instagram and TikTok. Again, that's visible, V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot com slash S-A-G-E to learn more about the campaign and to watch No Straight Answers on Visible's Instagram and TikTok. You can also test your own pride knowledge all throughout the month by following along with trivia and quizzes on Visible's Instagram. And now back to the podcast. So a while ago, I saw Dumois post something about like, and she was like having an internal struggle because she was like, it's really difficult when you guys send in anonymous conversations of celebrities you hear at restaurants. And she said, "Yeah, that's not cool. That's like a huge invasion of privacy. So she said, and that was like the debate. She was like, is it invasion of privacy or is it fair game? And so she, but she was saying how somebody said her something in about something really juicy, but like, if it was like spotted at a restaurant, fine. Kissing somebody in a restaurant, whatever. Fine. But like conversation, she, and so she eventually landed on like, she wasn't going to share it because it just felt wrong. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Good for Dumois. I love Dumois. But, and when I was on tour with Stassi, um, we had like a, whatever, we were at uh, Le Diplomat in D.C. and Dumas ran it. It was, Stassi was there, she looked great. Bo was there, he looked so handsome. And then there was three other women. <gasps> That's horrible. How mean. You know what I'm I mean? I'm so sorry. I'm whoever so you, sorry. Whoever that Anon was, Anon. Ass. You, you fucking know who I am. Oh, I bet it yeah. was Wasbin's sister's Family. friend. <laughs> Wait, that's horrible. Any when I've been like spotted on Dumois, sometimes they get Claudia, which is like my favorite. Most of the time they get girl with no job. 
at least you get something. The last I know, time I was on like, it before Le Diplomat, I was with Stassi when she was pregnant and the paparazzi were like hounding the first mm-hmm. time. And there was like Stassi and friend in red dress. At least they said Ugh. red dress. It's kind of like I, saying my name. At least they didn't say like unidentified older female. You know? Un- unident- unidentified older gay gentleman. Le- right. Exactly. <laughs> Sanford. But it got me thinking that you and I, after the toast one time. Oh, yeah, I know. What were we thinking? We went to get we our nails th- done. We were thinking, oh, no, that was a different time. Okay, well, I'm thinking of the time we got our nails done. And I bring up that it was a nail salon because it was so fucking quiet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought you were talking about the time we did the toast and got blackout drunk till 8 p.m. No, that was my favorite thing ever. Me too. Okay, yes, we went to get our nails done like a couple months ago after you came on the toast and we were talking so much shit about every human being on the planet and we were literally in the most quiet ass nail salon with like just regular millennial looking girlies. They looked like toasters all around us. What were we doing? We were so dumb, but like we were having a good time. We were just, honestly, we were just human beings exchanging information. (laughs) But like, do you know how much, like I was checking Dumois like a crackhead, which is very on brand for me. very interesting. It didn't even cross my mind. That is psychotic. You are famous, bitch. No, because I feel like we did a good job of like talking so much shit, but whenever we said the person's name, we were like, we would like mouth their name and then be like, it's such a fucking cunt. You know? We did it like that, right? Yeah, but like you said, I am the worst of blind items. So that's a very dangerous. This is a dangerous foil to no, be having open shit talk with. You're not wrong. What would we have done if it did make it to Dumois? Like, with you know what? I stand by everything I said. <laughs> I do. I guess so, too. Like, I could answer for my sins. See, I feel like I can in the moment, but, like, when push comes to shove, like, I'm such a fucking pussy and you know it. You are, yeah. Would you say that I'm a shit talker? No. (laughs) Okay, well, clearly that's unequivocal yes. Am I? (laughs) Taylor, are you okay? Is this a serious conversation? No, I'm being serious. Are you being serious? No, I mean, like, I know I talk shit, but, like, am I, like, a, like, is that, like, me personified? So like one of my number one descriptors. Yes. Like you literally like get a glass of wine out when we're on FaceTime just to like talk. <laughs> you literally, you're the definition of like a Yenta. Oh my God. You talk shit about every single person. So do I. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like I own it. I didn't know that there was like some mystery around what, whether or not you were. How do I say the story without blowing up my spot? <laughs> Well, I was I just remember something happened with that involved Hannah Burner and mm-hmm. I, w- I was talking shit and not, about not, Hannah. No, 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 not about Hannah. I was talking shit. And then I was spiraling about my shit talk because like mm. I was just like I sometimes like I just get nervous that it's going to get back to the person. Yes. And probably when I feel like I really couldn't stand behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I'm just, just being, being a, a hater. Cunt, you know? Yeah. And Hannah was like, I was going to Hannah to help me unspiral. And she mm. made it so much worse. And she was like, you could literally never be on reality television. Because like, yeah. you have the stamina of a housewife with your shit talking capabilities. But like, you don't realize that you're doing it until it's too late. You don't have late. the backbone. That's what she was saying. That was her nice way of saying, yeah, like, yeah. I'm a shit talking pussy. Like on reality TV, like you say these things knowing that you're going to have to answer for those. Um, but if you just like are speaking nonsense and then people would be like, why'd you say that about me? You just want to be like, oh, I don't know. I had a glass of wine and I was feeling like talking like that's what you would say. 
like no rhyme nor reason about what you said. Unforgivable. Maybe it's best you just genuinely stay away from reality TV. <laughs> yeah, between my shit talking skills or lack thereof and yeah. my blinking. I mean, can you imagine the memes making fun of my blinkies? Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare concoction. Well, I don't need to go on a reality TV show because I am officially a star. I hit 100,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> it's so huge. I'm so I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And, you Wait. know, to the next 100. I mean, seriously, I feel like I'm now that's going to take another 17 years. I'll yeah, be dead. No, now's the, the journey to 200. That's the thing about like these um, milestones. I remember them when I was building my Instagram and I'm, an exper- I'm experiencing it now on TikTok. When you're in like the 10s, 20s, 30s, like all you want is three digits. You get to 100K. And then you do it and you're, you're like, oh my God. And that feeling fizzles so fast because mm-hmm. you're like 200 is really like more legit than 100. Like 100 is actually like not that many. So then you work and you work and you work to get to 200. And then you get to 200 and you celebrate, but that feeling also slowly fizzles because you're like 300 would just feel so much better than 200. And that just happens. And that's why social media is beyond toxic. Yes. I know. I'm already starting to feel it. Like it was, and I almost feel like because it took me so long to get here and I don't want to like belittle people following me because it's everything and I appreciate it. Yeah. And honestly, I don't deserve it. But. Agreed. I know you agree. (laughs) But like the way that I'm like, I was in, okay. So remember we talked and you were like, don't get balloons. Did I say don't get balloons? Yes. And I agreed with you. Like I was like, I can't really celebrate this. Like I can like talk about it on a podcast like my real feelings and like give my thank yous out but like I don't know like what am I gonna do an in-feed post with a fucking picture like playing finally yeah. it's happening I mean, not that I thought I, about it so, it's so interesting that I said that because one like I did get myself balloons when I hit a million I got a one and an M stop bragging and, and I think I did like the whole photo shoot with the song and then I was on the phone with your wife a few you did days a photo ago. Shoot? Well, I guess for a million you can do a photo shoot. Yeah, no, I did like the whole chuggy thing. So it's really do as I say, not as I do. And then a few days ago, I was on the phone with your wife. She was helping me out with something, and she was about to hang up. She's like, "Wait, by the way, Taylor's about to walk in from the airport." And then she flipped the camera around and she showed me that she got you 100k balloons. And I thought it was the cutest, sweetest, most amazing thing. Really? And so yeah, so I, I'm like. This happens to me all the time. People will repeat things that I've literally said to me and I have no recollection of them. And I disagree with myself because I don't agree. I'm like, you should get balloons. Okay. Okay. So what do we do? We like post a reel or something? Oh, God. <laughs> Grandma. Um, yeah, you could post a reel. Why don't you post? You know what you should do? Oh, my God. This is what you're going to do. You are going to have your wife make like a cute little montage of you like playing with your balloons, looking cute and happy. And this audio is going to be playing over the clip. Have her make that. That's so funny. If you don't do it, I'm going to kill you. Taylor Donahue, if you're editing this episode, please make this for your wife. You'll go viral. That's funny. But like, do I make fun of it? You don't have to, it's not that serious, Taylor. Like, just post it. You don't need to like write a dissertation on like the impact of the post. Just post it. (laughs) Can you do that for me? I could do that for you. So, okay. I have clearance to show the 100K balloons. Yeah. And and it's really sweet because your wife got them for you. Like that's adorable. Okay. And also I'm at a, I'm at 102. So she's got a fever. Taking me down. Honestly, I really shouldn't be challenging them. Do not. Cause they will. They will. They will take it away from you as fast as they gave it to you. Oh, man. Claudia Oshry, I love you. Wow, that like really flew by. I feel like we had all these things we were going to talk about we didn't even talk about. Was there anything that uh, we want to talk about that we totally missed? I feel good. I feel like I've taken a dump. (laughs) 
<laughs> me too. You guys, I feel like I've taken a dump in your jacuzzi. Claudia, I swear to God, I like you really can't go in the hot tub. You can no, always like, keep, you're welcome keep, here, but you're not welcome in the hot tub. If you can't keep reprimanding keep me and I'm li- close together. OK, <laughs> but yeah, keep taunting me. OK. I'm a I'm, powerful woman. I'm going to drown you in your own urine. And you know what? It's <laughs> sterile. So we'll be fine. <laughs> you guys, that is it for us this week. You know, what I always say it, please. It's like tipping a waiter, tipping your bartender, tipping your Postmates. Make sure to rate review and subscribe it means everything to us podcasters and of course follow claudia on the gram if you don't already god how many fucking followers do you have 3.2 i hit 3.2 and i dipped back down now i'm at 3.198 so uh that was cool yeah you know and that's just feels, the life of someone really... so fucking irrelevant <laughs> i feel so sad for you i know Cry it's me a fucking urine river no, right now my I'm focusing my growth on TikTok. I'm close to hitting 300k. So if everyone could follow me on TikTok, that would be great. At girl with no job on TikTok, you heard it and here I'm, first. It'll be so worth the follow. I make such premium content. You really do. Your TikToks are fucking fabulous. You Thank always you. I, pop I work up really in my hard. for you page, and it's like I literally die. I love That's, them. This literally the like don't even get me a birthday present. That was the nicest. Actually, do get me a birthday present because I told you what I wanted, and I feel like you'll you're gonna do it the best. You You don't remember. You don't remember. (laughs) I literally told you and Taylor, maybe your wife remembers. I told you exactly what I wanted for my birthday. Did you want a gallery wall of photos of yourself and Ben? No. (laughs) I wanted you to set up an experience for me. Do you remember this conversation? Oh my God, now you're being like fully blacked out at dinner. Was this at Carbone? Yes. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, remember we were talking about Lizzo's sister? Yes. Yes, I remember now. Okay, I want Taylor. To, I've one of my like lifelong dreams is to have a meeting with a very legitimate, yes, psychic medium. Yes, and I've never set one up because you know it's all out there about me. Like I wrote, you know, about my dad's death. Like I, I talk all about it. So I really don't want to be like hoodwinked, right? Into you know meeting with someone who already knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, Vanessa is a vibe. She's amazing. So I just want, I want you to set it up. Like, say you're not going to, like, not tell the person who it's for. Okay. And we'll have, like, drinks and dinner at your apartment. And then they'll, like, show up. And they, like, they won't know who it's for. And it could be anyone. I want you to find, like, the best medium. Okay. okay. I, we, we will get on that. That's perfect. That's a great and you guys gift. are so, I know, and you guys are so, I feel like we, you're the perfect like people to set it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we had our Ouija board experience, like, I want you to be there for it. Okay. In. In a thousand percent. Okay. Sorry, thank you. I forgot. That's so significant. I'm I apologize. I'm so glad I brought it up. Me too. Um, and of course, listen to the toast every yes. single day. And um, if you don't subscribe to their Patreon, you really should. Their merch yeah. is fucking bomb. Seriously. Thanks. And really good VIP content. Um, Patreon.com slash the toast. And of course, the toast wherever you can get podcasts. It's such a premium show. I really love I it. I love and you, Taylor. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. Thank you for always having me on the toast. Seriously. It's like oh. I. I know you're always like, thank you for doing this for me. No, thank you for doing that for me. I'm so glad. It's a win-win. It really is. You guys, that is it for us. Have a great rest of your week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.